everybody hello and welcome to another episode of where the heck have you been i'm marty and i'm jonathan and this is the show where we catch up with all of those friends that used to be friends or family members that used to be family members still family members yeah no technically they still are uh and we just reach out because it's been too long it's been because it's time to reconnect because yep. we've really been slacking on this maintenance in this relationship yeah so I, speaking I, of jonathan how are you <laughs> You know, I'd like to think that it's because they've been the lazy ones, but I usually it's me. I'm the one who's been lazy. They reach out. I just always try to find other things to do. Uh, hey, I'm good. Uh, I'm on vacation right now. This is the first time that we've ever recorded a show completely outside of the state of Maryland. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We have no anchor. We, we are we, loose in the world. That We... All it's all buck wild from here, but I'm I'm currently sitting uh, in the basement of my family's house in Rehoboth, and uh, it's it's a little rough right now. Uh, my grandfather oh, no. recently passed away, right. and sorry uh, to hear about that. It's okay, uh, but this is the house that he bought and moved to, uh, and uh, so now I'm just seeing a bunch of stuff, and I thought I'd be good, but you know there was some parts where I'm not. And I'm okay with that. I'm currently Oof. yeah, that's currently rough stuff, si- man. Yeah, I'm currently sitting at the bar that uh, my grandfather, my cousins, and I mean pretty much the whole family helped put together. Uh, it is this wonderful, wonderful wood bar that has on the bar top uh, little nooks in it of different beaches from around locations where family members have been at oh wow uh, and so then, that's like, it's like collections of things from those places yeah like so photos and tchotchkes and souvenirs y- like sand and uh oh. rocks and little th- there's some other things in there there's like tickets or like right now i'm sitting in one uh, sitting at the one that says entering provincetown and it's got a a little keychain there but it's been uh what's that called it's it's right here it's been like varnished all in mm. but like a very thick varnish uh so oh, like epoxied in place yes <gasps> whoa uh, that is wild yeah what a I, cool kind of decoration i will i'll send you a picture so you can see what i'm talking about later uh but this was uh when when he first bought the house he uh, this is where everybody came down on weekends it's where uh, summer happened. So my first real job that I wanted to have was a bartender. But at this time I was like 16. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. that wasn't happening, but I could here. And, uh, my family like bought me a uh, bartender's guide. Oh, it's right here. Still on the table. I'm looking at it right now. The, com- oh my the complete world bartender's guide, uh, which looks like that it was made back in 1982. So that's not in any way up to date. Uh, 1993. There you go. That's the last copyright of it. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so yeah, well, that's nice that they they reprinted it eleven years later. Eleven years later. Uh, you know what? Nothing has changed since then. Nope. Drinks have not. <laughs> it, it, the only thing that's changed is they've done a lot more frozen concoctions with some sort of plastic toy to put inside of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. You know what? They probably also like Budweiser had about eight eighty fewer products. 
with with fewer mixes of lemons and limes. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, so man. a lot has changed. Hey everybody, let's get that Budweiser that uh, Bud Light sweet tea. Ooh. Is that <laughs> real? Yes. I want to get it so oh, bad no. just to try it. I I once did the gauntlet, which was uh, at the time that I created it, Bud Light Orange, Bud Light Lime. And then I wish the bar had the lemon sweet tea. Uh, just so I could run that that gauntlet uh, completely. Yeah, you might as well. So wait, you had one, you had one orange, then one, one lime, one lime, and then that was it at the time because they didn't have the lemon sweet tea. My gosh, I I'm really like, why are bars missing out on the mix drink? I don't know. If they're willing to sell Natty Bow, they should be willing to sell Bud Light lemon sweet tea. I mean, I get it from an inventory standpoint, right? You like each of these is a very niche audience. Of yes, someone who drinks crappy beer and they're proud of it. They they want nothing to do with microbreweries or the word craftsmanship. They just want beer, but then they somehow want a little more than that, and, yeah. <laughs> and they don't. And they and they don't want it to be called a wine cooler. God damn it! Yeah, don't and call they it. Don't that. want it to be a Zima. So what do we do? We, we'll just take beer and add artificial flavors. And you got you to gotta know, like, each one of those is going to cater to a very specific person. Yep. But, I, you know, I'm, 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 I was always the kid that went in and pulled every handle on the slushy machine. Like, I wanted, I, it was such a treat to get any flavors that I wanted all the flavors. I, and so I, I always had that kind of like greenish brown slushy that's, uh, that tasted very quickly. Like, like I wanted to garbage. say by the end, but like immediate. Oh no, it was great. Are no, you it kidding wasn't. me? It's, they, you yes, I loved it. Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. It was every kind of sugar Ugh. ever. I loved it. The the only time you know, I ever mixed also, slushies yeah. was uh, you know Slurpees, and it was always cherry and cola, and that was it. Oh, see, that's that's so different because the. The, uh, the ices, or I think icy is what I'm talking about, was you would get a cone of ice uh, from from a machine that would shave it. And it's it's just the most trash version of something much better, like Hawaiian shave ice. Yeah. But you could get these machines in drugstores, and it was so cheap. And they usually had pumpable syrups. So you would have your, I guess they would sometimes have cola, but you would have like your strawberry, your... Uh, cherry, your cola, your blue something, so your something yellow, and I love just like hitting all those pumps and getting all of that mess in there. Yeah, I, d- I don't think we have that in Baltimore where you could just walk in to a drugstore and just get a thing of shaved ice and then just pump it yourself. Like we have snowball stands, but that's right. all like straight that's there. So different, right? Yeah, it's uh, like you can't pump your own gas in New Jersey. Like you can't make your own <laughs> icy in Maryland. You can't make your own icy or snowball in Maryland. You must get it from a, a a licensed individual. Yes, from a professional who has gone through all of the training, who has done the requisite inventory counting. Uh, anyway, which comes back to to beer and comes back. To uh, your, <laughs> you're currently Jonathan. Um, you're embedded inside of memories right now. I am. Like you're you're sitting inside of a place that has has literally the 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 surfaces you are on are made of embedded memories, and that is fascinating to me. And it sounds super hard to deal with. Yeah, it's, everything's going to be okay, Marty. How are things with you? Like what 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 are things going on in New York? Uh, things are fine. It's summertime. Uh, there's a huge building coming up across the street from. 
um, our apartment that is slowly blocking out the sky. Yeah. I'm currently taking a break from taking every, like filling almost every weekday with improv classes and okay. burning myself out and uh, waiting for my birth month to end. Okay. And then that's it. That's it. Just, wait, just, just uh, waiting for the birth here, month then. Yeah. Just twiddling my fingers until it feels safe to go outside again. Okay. Uh, no, that's not true. I don't know. There's a lot going on. I've been uh, doing a lot of improv. I'm really looking forward to improv camp coming up at the end of this month. Camp okay. Improv Utopia will be Labor Day weekend, which is right at the end of August. Yeah. And uh, had a really good time at the Baltimore Improv Festival a couple of weekends ago. That was, man, it was just really nice to catch up with folks that yeah. I hadn't seen in a while and remember like... Like, oh, yeah, this is why I used to come here all the time and try and do shows with all these people because I like all these people. I like all these people, yeah. Yeah. It's also good, (laughs) just a good contrast of like how I'm doing the New York improv scene all wrong by just like taking classes and hoping that it will be the same as it was in Baltimore. (laughs) Yeah, that's a a tough little, uh, you know, nut to crack right there. Like New York improv is the place that people go to. So it's not going to be like Baltimore where it's like, you know what? We really enjoy you. Let's put you places. Mm-hmm. Or like, hey, this is really fun. Let's go hang out. Like in New York, it's like, ooh, it's 10 o'clock on a Wednesday and we all worked way too hard today and everyone is exhausted and we barely made it through class. Let's go stumble into our beds. Yeah. And not talk for a week. So and- it's a it's a very different kind of atmosphere in that sense. Okay. Wow. You know, that's changes. Changes. And that's what we're mm-hmm. gonna. That's what we're gonna be talking about because it's been a bit since uh, we've been talking to each other, and so I'm excited about talking about and bringing everybody up to speed on where I'm at, and I know you are too. Sure, yeah, because it's um, you know, it's it's been a while. When someone asks where the heck have you been, that that might be well, that should be what they say when our podcast pops up right. in their podcast listener because. That will be, that's the name of the show. They'll see that. But I but I hope also, like, in addition to thinking it because they're thinking about what they're reading and they're comprehending it and they're letting it affect them, I want them to think, geez, where the heck have you been? Right. Because we, we've been out. Yeah. So uh, I think we'll we'll take a quick break right here and then we'll mm-hmm. get into it. All right. I think that's good. We'll be good. right back. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Hey. This time... We're not grilling a special guest. We nope. are the special guests. We are talking <laughs> about and catching you up. So you, the listener, are like Marty and I, and then we're like the guests usually. And we're going to catch yeah. you up with everything we're, that's been going on. Cause, because you're not here and because there are so many of you. And um, you know what? Please do send in your questions on yep. uh, on our website at wehavetoask.com or on our Facebook or Twitter at we have to ask. And, and ask us, where the heck have we been? What have we been up to? What are those things that have been bothering you? Like, uh, how many tacos have we eaten since we last did an episode? Or um, how many state lines have we crossed? Or Four. how many times have we thought, oh, I should really get a new pair of shoes? Speaking of which, today I purchased four new pairs of shoes at the outlet malls. Oh, my God. That was unplanned. You that was four amazing. New four new <laughs> pairs. Listen, I went to, uh, uh, what was it? Is it like Back Rack Room or something or other? Uh, they have like all the name brand shoes and they're discounted. So for under $100, I got two new pairs of Nike uh, tennis shoes. Wow. And then I went to the van store and got two new pairs of vans for under $65. Whoa. So uh, I feel like I was killing it this morning. 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was that was something I did today too. Uh, no, so I want to want to catch everybody up. Uh, I'm going to preface my catching up and Marty for you too. Uh, that this is kind of like I've I was in a ten round fight and I maybe only made it out of round five. I got knocked down a bit in the yeah. past couple of months, and that's why I kind of haven't been in sort of the 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 you know getting to see people mood. Yeah, there were some there were some good highlights. I got to visit you and uh, producer Amy. Uh, that was, that was fun. We went and saw uh, one of the endangered and bankrupt Think Geek stores. Yep. Uh, we rest, got to rest see in peace. <laughs> RIP. We got to see, and I, the best part about that was, I went in there telling you I don't. There wasn't anything I was looking for, and then the woman, when we got down to the the Think Geek section, said, "We have all of our pop vinyls, which everybody knows I'm a huge fan of, of the San Diego Comic Con, except the Simpsons one. That's all sold out." And I immediately was like, that's the one thing I wanted I'd like to leave. Uh, <laughs> Which I could but, not tell at the time if it was a no, bit or not. But it was. <laughs> it was not a bit. It was just like, this. I didn't know what I wanted. That's what it was. And now I'm sad. Uh, and then we got to see, well, Amy and I got to see three plays in three days. You got to see two plays in three days. Two plays, three days. Uh, which uh, is enough for me. I need a break. Enough you know for me. you. Yeah. But some great quality shows. Wicked. Uh, saw the uh, the Golden Girls live, which if anybody's ever in New York, catch it. Wonderful show. Yeah, uh, and, yeah, and you you went through all three of the tiers of theater. You went yep. from Broadway to off Broadway to off off Broadway. Yeah, which I recently saw- learned is is actually something that's defined, and it's not defined the way you might think. Okay, there's like a theater association. Uh, the name of the entity escapes me, but there is a definition okay. that if you have, I think it's 500 or more seats is Broadway. Okay. Few, fewer than that is off Broadway. So that's and more in fewer. like the, the 200, you know, 200 seats or below. And then okay. if it's like uh, fewer than 100 seats in the theater, it's an, it is considered it's an improv off, theater. Off. Yeah, right. It's an yeah. improv theater, but it's considered <laughs> off, off Broadway. Okay, so we did all three of those things. That was wonderful. Uh, it's always good to get to see you guys now that you're not, you know, living ten minutes away. Uh, <laughs> For a second, I thought you just ended that sentence. <laughs> oh, just really, now no, that, that you're not living, now it's that like, you're yeah, not it is, living, it's difficult to cross between worlds. Here. But uh, we appreciate you making the effort and the journey. Uh, and let's see what else I did. I, 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 instead of talking about the bad points, I want to talk about the positives. So uh, one thing that really affected me. Uh, since like towards the end of April, uh, my sister, uh, was not granted tenure by our school board. Uh, and that was a very piss poor decision by the school board. And, uh, it was a little bit rocky for a bit, but I just kept telling her that everything was meant for a reason. Everything was going to be okay. And, uh, she's now currently working for, and I would gladly say this, Kennedy Krieger. Uh, she's working with some high school students and, uh, she is enjoying every bit of it. And she got a substantial pay raise from what she was making at the uh, school system that I currently work for. So uh, everything worked out there. But there was a few months where I was uh, I was not happy with the world. Um, my boys that I had been with for three years, uh, my crew, they all graduated uh, at the end of the school year. Uh, so they're now off in high school. And that was a little rough for me. Yeah. So for and, for folks that may not remember, uh, yep, a crew, yep. crew is basically like a uh, advisory a yeah, it's like a dozen yeah. or so kids that you are in charge of just checking in with, doing activities yep. with. Uh, yeah, all that. Wow, you thanks for 
thanks for knowing me. I appreciate that, Marty. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's it's just like that. We spend 30 minutes a day in an actual like group setting. And then my dream was before I got them in their sixth grade year three years ago was like I was going to be the person that they could go to when they had a problem, when they had issues. Like I could be the one to help them with that. You know, like every teacher movie ever made. Like I yeah. wanted to be that every person Every teacher movie, them. every teacher yeah. anime, every cool teacher cartoon. Right. Like that's, I wanted to be that. And I ended up, I feel like successfully did that. Uh, some days I wish that they weren't as comfortable with me <laughs> as they were. Go whoops. Uh, but uh, you know, honest to goodness, uh, I'm excited for this school year because I'm going to get a new sixth grade crew and it will be a, uh, uh, a crew that isn't gender specific. Oh, uh, we excellent. started that, we started that last year. So the sixth grade last year, uh, was not gender specific and they're moving up to seventh grade like that. And we're going to continue that. So the eighth grade class this year is the last group that will be gender specific. And then the rest of them are going to be non-gender specific, which is that's wonderful. great. Yeah, smart um, move on their part. Yeah, and uh, so I had that. And then one of my biggest things that I accomplished uh, while we've been away is I put together a improv show, um, and it was actually an improv workshop and show. Yeah, I was going to say, this uh, was a lot more than a show. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so the, the concept of it was called, well, the, the show was called The Playground, and the concept was was that Parents come to watch their kids perform improv all the time, whether it's adults, whether it's, you know, young kids like parents come to see them, but they never get to play with their kids in an improv setting. Um, so I thought, why not have uh, a school school age kids come in as a troupe perform? And then at the end of it, there's a jam where their parents can come and play games, improv games with them. And uh, the I, the the way to make that work was there was a workshop for anybody who wanted to come in uh, and learn two or three short-form games for improv. And then we'd practice them a little bit, and then they'd put their name in a hat. And then after the show, we'd pull their names out just like a normal jam. We had uh, honest, we had one family that had no connection to the Baltimore Improv Group at all that came for this. Uh, nice. They didn't have any connection to any of the kids that were performing, any of the schools that were performing. They went online. They found that this was happening, and they came. Uh, we, I would say, I honestly would say that it was probably a sellout of seats. I, I, I want to say that if everybody that was on the risers came down and sat down in chairs, there wasn't an empty seat except nice. the risers. But, except the, well, and those are only technically seats. Right. Um, and so, uh, we had the, we had an improv troupe from Annapolis high school come over, uh, which scared me a little bit cause I was told that nobody was coming and oh. that was really bummed. And then three people showed up, so they went and performed. And then my kids who I'd been working with almost all school year, once a week, they finally got to perform improv. And I say it was a huge success. Yeah. But I have... You're not the only one. I heard I heard from other people, even though I don't live in Baltimore anymore, that it was a huge success. Oh, well, that's good. And then I've kind of taken a step back from improv recently without going into like any BS. There's a lot of stuff going on around a lot of people. And right now I feel like I need to keep myself away from things to make me happy. And then mm -hmm. at some point, maybe I'll come back. So uh, that's what I've been doing. And now, like I said, uh, I I've, I got here. It's a Thursday that we're recording. Uh, I'm here in Rehoboth. Got here this morning. 
my sister and I and our dog Toby came over and uh, we Sarah and I went to a few outlets we went to I got my shoes she went to the kitchen collection and got some stuff and uh, life is going okay right now you know and I'm, yeah. I'm happy about that I'm happy that we're doing this again I'm glad that we're pu- we're popping this this show back up uh, and we're getting our, ourselves back together. Yeah, it's it's been an interesting time. Like, uh, I don't know. I uh, should I go into my my longer update? Yeah, um, yeah. Get in your your update. <clears throat> let's see. I was recently. I mean, not not super recently, but since this podcast has updated. Uh, hi everyone. Uh, and at the end of June, I was in Portland, Oregon, for an event called Indie Web Summit, and it was my I want to say third year going uh, out to Portland and like going to this big thing. And since, since my first one, I've gotten like way involved in the community. I put on an indie web camp in Baltimore with the help of a bunch of great folks at Digital Harbor Foundation. Cool. And like ha- hosted uh, some like twice monthly meetups in Baltimore, uh, which I've tried to keep going since I moved to New York, but I've been having a hard time with that. Yeah. Uh, and it was a really interesting experience going out to Portland this time because this is like a community that's kind of like... I'm I'm trying to figure out my relationship to, to it as I've done this big transition of moving from Baltimore to New York and like <laughs> just changing everything about like my how my work works even though it's technically with the same company it's a very different thing to be here in an office most of the time right uh how you know social relationships work how my hobby of improv works and uh, and how this hobby of like indie web stuff works so uh, just super quick, like the indie web is a community of people that are focused on uh, a web that is an alternative to the the big corporate web. So, sure, Twitter, Facebook, they make things easy, and you can post your Instagrams and like do cool filters and make your life look great. But you don't actually own that content. You don't control who sees it. You don't control how it's monetized. Uh, you don't control how all of the the ancillary stuff you do around it like what you look at or what you like. You don't control how that info is used either. And with the indie web, in some sense, we want to take it back to like the, the 2000s the web where everything was kind of harder, but people did it more out of love than out of monetization. And right. uh, there was a really great keynote there. Uh, I'm going to mess up her name. I think it's Kit Hodston. Uh, should have looked that up before I started this story. Yeah, uh, she she gray she gave a well. You can just uh, fix it in post. Um, yeah, I could just. It's not Kate Hudson, so it's Kate. It's not. It's not Kate. It's not Kate Hudson. Uh, but she she gave this uh, wonderful talk that was not technical in any way. It was about life being a series of expansions and contractions, and uh, and how it's you know we we contract when we cut things out of our lives when we kind of close in on ourselves uh and that can that can be good you know if we're simplifying if we're Marie Kondoing our our lives uh like that can be a good thing and expanding is when we're signing up for new stuff we're pushing ourselves we're challenging and that you know that can also lead to distraction like it's not always good everything uh expanding is not always good contracting is not always bad but I feel like I've definitely been contracting too much <laughs> whoa since. hold on a second yeah what's up so i i went and googled IndieWeb conference uh and so i'm down here at the keynotes mm-hmm. one of them is kit 
Hod- Hodsenden? Hods- Kit, Kit Hodsden, yeah. Hodsden. So I did and then you're there, you're there too. Oh, yeah. So I also You're under there. keynotes. Like, yeah. I, uh, I also gave a talk there. I wasn't going to talk about it because I didn't like what I did. That's, uh, hold, hold on. You were <laughs> under a a keynote. You people went there to possibly, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to put that all on you, but there are probably don't. some people, <laughs> there are probably people who went, who decided to go there because they're like, oh, Marty McGuire's there. Or at least they didn't see my name and then turn away. I think that's, that's my true hope is that, <laughs> that no one saw that and said, oh, who the fuck is this guy? I'm, I'm out of here. I'm not registering I for mean, this nominally free event. I mean, but that's still cool. Thanks, man. It was a good time. Yeah. I, uh, I tried to show off how I post things to my website from my phone. And I had broken my website the night before and did not test it that morning. So it was a it yeah. was half of what I had hoped to show. Uh, Amazing. So yeah, the uh, the one great piece of feedback I got from multiple people was, uh, I like that you didn't panic, and uh, it made me feel a lot better about my website. And I'm like, good, great. <laughs> This is this was all according to plan. Yep. So anyway, that was a that was a real long way of saying um, I I got to start getting myself back out there. Like okay. having having moved uh, and trying to adjust things, I really hit the gas on everything super hard. Yeah. Like, I got to reconnect with everybody I knew when I used to come up to New York uh, when I, I worked for a company here a few years before um, moving. And, uh, great. Like did that, checked all the boxes. Uh, I got to do all the improv. Great. Signed up for every improv class, checking all the boxes. Uh, I got to get in good at work. It's, it's full-time work now. I got to work super hard. Great. Doing that. Checking all the boxes. And, um, man, I've just worn myself out <laughs> and I'm asking like, well, what good is it? What, what did I do all that for? Cause now I'm just tired and yeah. I, I stopped doing this podcast for a while. I had, already stopped doing the uh, the weekly indie web podcast that I've been working on. Okay. I stopped stopped planning indie web events. We have one coming up in October that I'm okay. looking forward to kind of getting back on getting back on the bicycle for that. But I got some other things I'm excited about like uh, the the Baltimore Improv Festival like I talked about earlier was super good. We put on a really ambitious ghost party. Uh, I mean they always are, but this one uh, we picked just one of the dumbest things I can imagine doing, which is having a stage show where we don't tell people that they're going to have an immersive experience and then bring them backstage. Uh, Like this may sound familiar to anyone who's seen a ghost party show. Uh, But what was new this time is thanks to a huge amount of planning work by Dave Lustig and, uh, and like materials by uh, Robin and, uh, Kim and just everybody that came together to make this happen. We built a maze in the what, what is uh, lovingly known as the murder room, the shop of the Baltimore Improv Theater, and walked people through this like weird immersive cloth maze, haunted house style, with people like wooing and and banging on these hanging <laughs> sheets uh, that we had assembled in like three hours. And then we did, and we had people do improv uh, in there behind this, like, uh, you know, kind of translucent curtain. Yeah. Uh, as part of a, a larger show. So that was only one part of the show. And so many awesome people, uh, like, came out and stepped up. Uh, a bunch of folks that are friends with kind of the Baltimore improv community that goes to Camp Improv Utopia. 
agreed to be basically themselves as members of Camp Improv Utopia while the ghost party sort of acolytes were all Camp Improv Dystopia. (laughs) And uh, it was just, it was super fun. It was super rewarding. We were, as as ever, like over-prepared and under-rehearsed and it was a really good time. Perfect. I got. I have to yeah. say, I've. I. I. I think, uh, Ghost Party is probably one of the more successful improv uh, shows that ever happen. Um, because there's so much love that goes into it that no matter how you might feel or how Kim might feel or or anybody else, uh, it just shows how much you love it and it just flows so nicely. I've never seen a ghost party that I didn't say I would see that exact show again 15 times. <laughs> Thanks man. That means a lot. Yeah, we are always challenging ourselves to do ever more unlikely things and it's still technically an improv show. Uh yeah. we we do lots of short form improv in it. It's very much informed by the audience, but uh, I like to refer to it as like our ongoing LARP that that the audience just happens to be players in, and they don't know that necessarily. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's been good. I was very concerned uh, being away that it was going to be difficult to organize this one, but uh, David really stepped up and kind of helped uh, bring himself into the core and write a lot of uh, what went down for this last one. Well, and it went really well. Did- Thanks, Dave Lustig. Talk yeah. about a just a, uh, a a jack of all trades. He's he's pirating. He's improving. He's baking bread, and yeah. he's he's writing good improv stuff for you guys. Yeah, and uh, if you see, uh, let's see, Julia probably has some of these. If you see Kim Lee around the big theater, ask her to buy a Camp Dystopia patch because okay. David designed these beautiful patches that are probably the most intricately woven thing I've ever seen. Like I knew embroidery machines could do good stuff, but right. I I don't think David knew. And so he made this like really complicated <laughs> thing and it came out really good actually. Uh, so they're, they're like small patches that would be awesome on a jacket or a backpack. And Ooh. Kim bought a bunch of them and she needs to recoup some of that. <laughs> so All right, we need to help you, Kim Lee. So yeah, everybody buy some patches. They have a ghost, uh, in a campfire in front of some mountains. It says camp dystopia and it has the little ghost party logo which is just like the unicode emoji for ghost and party popper (laughs) honestly if you if you don't know who kim lee is just find her the heck are you oh my gosh jonathan you need to this is this is like we need to do a kim lee episode of this yes uh we just hosted her for i guess like a week up here in new york they she took she took a show with her and a bunch of uh people what was it twerked Torn kid, yeah. Torn kid, torn, torn, T-O-R-N, like a kid that is torn. Yeah, torn kid. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was so good. Yeah, they they did a show as part of Lady Fest, so it was like all uh, I think Asian American and female identifying uh, everyone involved in the show: writer, director, uh, performers, props, uh, everything. And uh, they did a show at a place called The Tank, which is. Um, 
like 36th Street and 8th and uh, in this like really cool black box theater, like little little stage surrounded by uh, the audience on all three sides. And okay. dang, it was a really good show. It was yeah. very, it's immersive uh, because Kim Lee's in it. Uh, yep. It's uh, heartfelt, it's heartbreaking. Uh, it's very good. But it's over now, so you can't see it. You can't see it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, if you missed it in Baltimore and you missed it in New York, um, then maybe you they'll missed restage it. it. Yeah, but I think you missed it. You missed it, and now you just need to be paying attention to any project that Kim Lee is a part of. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, man. We we have been busy, but I'm glad that we're going to get back on this horse. I think so. We need to make, we need to make solid plans. We need yep. to lock ourselves in, uh, make some commitments so that... You know, come this time next week, we won't have to ask the usual question of ourselves, right. and we of can ourselves. ask it of somebody else. We'll, we'll find. We'll we'll have to just go through. You know, we maybe we will get Kim, and we'll we'll check in on how things are going with her because, uh, you know, a week is okay to say where the heck have you been? Yeah, I think so. And yeah. uh, I mean, you haven't talked with her in a while and she hasn't yeah. been on the show for a while. So I'm sure the audience wants to know too. Yeah. She, they, everybody wants to know. Yeah. And you know what? We want to know who you want to know about. Yeah. So keep writing in. Uh, remember, write in with your questions for us at we have to ask.com or on our Twitter or Facebook at we have to ask. Um, what did we not cover in this update that you wanted to know? Uh, who would you like to know more about next? Who is it? Just who is that person that you are like, you know, I remember them talking to so-and-so. I wonder what the it's heck been a that while. so-and-so in us is yeah. up to. Yeah. Or maybe it's you. Maybe you're realizing that other people are wondering about you and you want a chance to come out here into the internet and, uh, and really give them an update and let people know, hey, it's good or it's not good, but I'm here. And uh, you can do that too. Just let us know. Yep. Our DMs are open. <laughs> yes, they are. All right. Uh, well, Jonathan, unless there's anything else, I think we're going to call it. Let's wrap it up. All right, folks. Thank you so much for listening. We wouldn't do this show without you. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe. I think those are the corporate mandatory things that YouTube would have us say. Uh, yep. If you're already a subscriber on uh, your favorite podcast reader, then uh, tell your friends, uh, leave us a rating and a review. Anything that's positive at all, four or five star reviews really help yeah, people find nothing us on negative. Apple Podcasts. Yeah, you know, negative, if you have negative feelings about our show, our DMs are open. Yeah, please know. just come to us. Yeah, it's uh, it's important. You know, we, we value your feedback, but we uh, nobody likes being on blast. That's a whole yeah. other thing yeah. for another time. Folks... That's going to do it for us for this week. Thanks so much for listening. This has been another episode of Where the Heck Have You Been? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And as always, don't be a stranger. See you all next time. This has been another episode of Where the Heck Have You Been? I'd like to thank our producers, Amy and Here Be Lobsters. And thanks to Skies and Cats for your theme song, New Day. Check them out on iTunes. And while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already a subscriber, give us a rating and a review. It really helps. Join the discussion online at wehaftoask.com or on Facebook or Twitter at We Have to Ask. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the Pizzaloft Network at pizzaloft.com. Hey. 
Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We Have to Ask? I gotta be honest with you, I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have to ask. I, I, I've i tried to ask, you and I, I haven't gotten any answers. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. <laughs> <laughs>